Yo, excuse my language, but So first, I just wanted to give like an uh, intro to like what a spinal cord injury is, how it works, just real quick. Because I think the issue I had with a lot of my podcasts was that I would come in too slow. And then by the time we got to actually talking, we only had like 20 minutes left. So just to give a quick background of what a spinal cord injury is. So you have your spine, you have all your vertebrae, and they line up the spine. And at each vertebrae, that's why you hear people a lot of the time say what level they are. That's, you just count down and you start with the cervical vertebrae and that's like one through six or some shit. Or maybe seven. I don't know, something like that. And then (laughs) next is like the T level, the trunk. And you just have a shit ton of those. And then you have your lumbar level. (laughs) Yeah, about right. And then at, at each level... You have like a spring of nerves that shoot out of it and they control different shit. (laughs) Yo, that was the best description I've ever heard. (laughs) So for me having a C1, C2, that means everything below C1 and C2 doesn't work. So you have the nerves that shoot out at C1, C2 and they control pretty much fucking everything. (laughs) And so... And that, that's why I can't move anything. Yeah. And everything below it is fucked. And then, so for you, Jesse, what level are you? Um, Initially, I was a T4. I'm probably like a T12 now. What would that means? You started out not being able to control shit, and now you can control shit. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then, how about you, Mark? So, I'm a T8, T9. So, I, kinda, okay. like, I messed both of them up pretty bad. Were you complete or incomplete? Complete. Complete. Okay, so that just means... Complete means it was the whole way through. And complete means it it sneaks... You get some nerves that sneak through sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. But the thing is, I started as a complete and then it took like two years. Right. right? Finally, I got some nerves to sneak through and I went to an incomplete. So I think that whole scale is absolute bullshit. They need to shove it up their ass. For sure. That's how I feel Well, even for me. Because like... I'm C1, C2, but I can lift my shoulders up and down. I've always been able to to do that. But you just never know. Like, I heard a story about this one girl who was like C3, C4, but she could wiggle her big toe or some shit. And I was like, how the fuck's that work? It's Yeah, and I don't think it's fair that doctors take away the hope from you before you even have a chance to make a difference. Exactly. Well, they, for sure, because complete and complete... That all changes as you go. Your injury really develops like no other. Like you go through like a crazy process of getting feeling and losing feeling and just all types of stuff. So like, so a big part of all this. So you have like your nervous system, but you also have like your involuntary system, your voluntary system, and then your autonomic system. And so for for everyone that doesn't know your bowel and bladder controls are in your autonomic system because it's one of those that you can control it you cannot control it it's still going to function but then it might not function so for many people with spinal cord injuries bowel and bladder is like a big issue it's a pain in your butt yeah it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> we got so, our, we got our love to hear here. from both of you is like explain so especially for you jesse uh what where did you because you've gone from you said t6 to t12 or yeah it was a t4 to a t12 t4 to a t12 so talk about like where you started 
like what you could control and not control as far as your bowel and bladder? Um, I had no sensation of anything before, but now I can actually push my bowels out. I can't control and stop them, but I can push them out. Uh, I know when I need to use the restroom as far as peeing most of the time. Right. And but I still have a super spastic bladder and I can't control that yet. But I mean, I have so much more than I started with. I started with nothing. I couldn't feel anything. I didn't know when I had to go. And I still, whenever I get sick, I'll still poop on myself. That's just a given. Or if I eat too spicy of food, I'll poop on myself. It's- oh, shit. That, that's anybody, though. But other than that, I mean, I piss myself a lot. So I wear pull-ups, but everyone knows that. I'm pretty right. open about that. Just because it's easier to change a pull-up than it is your clothes and your cushion cover. Right. And people need to understand that. It's all about convenience. Yeah. I mean, we're constantly... So I have a very serious question about you and your pull-ups. When you put them on, do you say, I'm a big kid now? Yes, every time. <laughs> I do sometimes if it's a, if it's being like a crappy day. Like, I'm not <laughs> kidding. And like, and like, I need to feel better. I'll really do it. If you have a I'll crappy day, I'm a big kid now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so good. I'm gonna have to start doing that. So, Mark, do you do you do kind of the same thing? See, it's it's almost exactly the same thing, except I know nothing. I can't I can't feel when I have to go. Like sometimes, I think I might, and I'm just like, all right, I'm just being hyper aware. But other than that, I can't feel it. Right. So then. Since you're having to manage all this, um, so for me, so I have a super pubic, and so it's like a catheter that goes into my stomach and just goes straight into the bladder, and uh, and it's constantly draining. So I don't think about urine ever, except for when I start having like dysreflexia type stuff, and that'll give me a clue as to. There might be an issue with it. It might be kinked. It might be blocked. Or I might have to go a whole lot if I've drank a shit ton of water. But the bag is full. And it's like, because it's all based on water pressure. And so, like, my bladder might be still be filling. But not might not be able to empty. But that's the only they time I can really feel. Say what? They say there's four P's of autonomic dysreflexia. P, poop, pain, pleasure. Ooh, I like the pleasure. Of course you do, you nasty. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a perv at heart. Can that be my fifth P? Ha! Perv. <laughs> you, got, but, uh, you got a P A. What? what? Um, so that'll that's why my urine is. As far as bowel, it's like I never know what's going on. Like, it, I don't feel it when I gotta go. I feel like I kind of can help it go somewhat, but every every time I try, sometimes it helps, sometimes it don't. So I really have no idea. Um, so then for you guys, like you said, spicy foods will make you go on yourself. What else can lead to like accidents? Because that's really pretty much every day of our lives we're avoiding accidents so we can be functional and comfortable the whole day well paralysis is just so time consuming in itself that it's like you have to try to avoid any inconveniences throughout the day because you're already inconvenienced so much (laughs) and a lot of people don't understand that yeah no one understands (laughs) like you literally methodically think out your time for the day exactly so that way you're like on point, you're never behind, you're getting everything yeah, but done. But you're always behind. Right, you? but you're always behind because you're so freaking paralyzed. Right. So like, so like what, so you say planning your day, but is that because, because like, do you guys both straight calf? Is that yeah. one of your mm-hmm. procedures? If you want to use that word. <laughs> like, so how often do you guys calf? Uh, every three hours or so I do. I go about every four. Sometimes, like, every hour if I'm drinking a lot of water or beer. Every (laughs) hour. Right. For sure. Because I remember so early on when I was in the hospital, I was straight casting before I got the super pubic. And that shit, 
looked like the most god-awful, painful fucking thing I've ever seen. Every time I would watch them do it. Like, one of my vivid memories is, like, me... Because I'm fucking sitting upright in my chair always. If I just look, glance down, I can see my dick. So it's like yeah. people are sitting here casting me. And it's like, and uh, every time they do it, I'm like, all right, so you have this foot and a half long tube. And you're about to stick that whole thing up my dick. Like, how is that going to work? Like, how is that going to feel? Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> can, yo. can either of you feel it? I yo. do. I do every oh, time I God. put it in. So it's like oh. it pinches and burns every time I cath, which the catheter I use kind of prevents as much of it, but it still feels. But when Jordan and I were together, he was going to let me cath him, and I went to do it, and I couldn't. Like, I couldn't stomach. Really? Yo, I couldn't stomach sticking the catheter. Right. Yup. So, oh. so, so that was the issue for my brother. So my brother's here right now with his two babies and they're all cute and shit. But like, I was laughing because I was thinking about what we're going to talk about. And I remember when he first started cathing me when I came home, he he was having a bunch of issues. And I'm like looking at him, I'm like, what's the issue? Because I'm laying down in bed. I'm just like, all right, just fucking do it. I can't feel it. And he's like looking like, bro, you look too much like me. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> He's just like, I can't do it. I can't do it to myself. Like, <laughs> I just can't do it to myself. Yo, Yo that's, still, I, that's, that's still like, one of the best compliments I've ever gotten. He goes, yeah, you look you look just like me, but bigger. And I was like, aww. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whenever I used to drink, my friend Laura, you know, my little blonde friend that's paralyzed, for a cute blonde friend, she's had to cap me a few times. Oh man, so how does that? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, and my boyfriend's an RN, so he casts me all the time too. Okay. I mean, it's super nice. Like, if I can't do it, if I'm like having a super frustrating day and I'm just like not feeling like being paralyzed, I'm like, just cast me. I'm done. Right. Help well, me. I guess that's you're nice. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's so nice. I, I mean, I'm spoiled, man. I'm having a bad day. I'm like, fuck, I gotta do this shit. I gotta do it on my own. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, uh, I'm freaking. I'll I'll freak on a bad day. But then I'm like, it's, you have to be so sterile when you do it. Right. I could be only so mad when I'm doing it. I'm like, oh, man. Now I gotta, like, you know, now I gotta be serious. (laughs) Because, like, once you get an infection, you're fucked. Because that's just a shit ton of pain. When I first got paralyzed... I don't know if it was the catheter I was using or what, but every month for like eight months, I got Me eight too. UTIs in a row. Yeah, yeah. Like I would clear yeah, one up same. and get another one. It was yep. ridiculous. Oh, it was terrible. I I'm not forget. And then you like become immune to the antibiotic, and it's like, now what do I do? No, it's then it's like dealing with life, being paralyzed, and a UTI. Oh, like right. that will send your head somewhere crazy. Because you never stop. Like exactly. literally, you'll cath, and thirty minutes later, you're pissing all over yourself, and you're just like, "What the hell?" Is that what happens when you have a UTI? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it smells so really? bad. So then you have to shower, or you'll stink. That's that's how like I really tell when I'm getting a UTI. Like it'll start like oh, changing colors. Yeah. Just yeah. The smell. The smell. Yeah, I, for me, it's the smell. And then for me, it's the AD, the, like, dysreflexia. Does that, do you guys get that at all? I don't have mm-hmm. a problem with dysreflexia unless I hurt, like, break a bone. Every time I've broken a bone. How many times fucking is that? Truly. I want to know. Because my whole joke, like, when someone asks me, have you ever broken a bone? I'm always like, well, just one. <laughs> just a joke. <laughs> but, like, how many fucking bones have you broken? Oh, all together? Yeah. In my lifetime? Or since being paralyzed? Since being fucking paralyzed. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, I was saying, we were 18 years I, ago. I, I think it's insane what you're doing. Like, why? Why well, do you keep breaking bones? My foot, and then I tore the ligaments in my right ankle. <laughs> and then I have a hairline fracture in my uh, tailbone. And I broke the hardware in my back and two screws. See what? that shit? What? You can't. I don't know. You no. Oh, you can't really control that one because that one's just fucked up. Well, he does the same shit I do, and I've only broke. I, I just recently broken a bone. He broke, I broke his my wrist. wrist. 
Oh. Well, damn. Which is yeah, reasonable for falling. He fell like, in his I leg fell. braces. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so a I like, actually down. took a fall. How tall right. are you? You're like six foot, aren't you? No, dude. Really? I'm like I'm like five seven. Yo, you look so tall. He <laughs> oh, looks so tall no, sitting in his bro. chair. Right, that's the one. I always get that too, and I'm like, I don't know, cause like I'll go on the tilt table, and people are like, yeah, you gotta be six one, and I'm probably like six foot, maybe six one, cause both my dad oh, and brother are pretty tall. Oh, you were done growing. No, I was five eight. Oh, so like dang. that was the part that was nice was that. A lot of the therapy I do allowed me to keep growing. And so I remember like my senior year of high school, I, I just kept getting shorter and shorter in the bed. Like my feet kept getting closer and closer to the footboard. And we had to actually take the footboard off my bed. Yo, how so I was like, all right, be? I must be. Yo, still growing, but out. can't control anything. That's nuts. Ain't so it? he did a backflip. And that's oh. how, yeah, he broke oh, his wow. neck. Oh, yeah. Wow. And he was still in high school. He did it at the school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I keep saying one of these days, once I get up, I'm going to go back there the same spot and do a backflip and actually land it just just so I can make up for it. Be like, bitches, I told you I could do it. <laughs> I was like, I think we all want to kind of do that. Yeah, well, I, right? I do. Like, I, yeah. I'm like, I want to just like kind of like recreate like what happened. Like, I was in a car accident. It was like my, it was, mm. I was, it was my fault. Like, I was the only one involved. Were you driving? And I was oh, driving. Gotcha. Gotcha. I proved I rolled my car and it crushed me. So uh, But you weren't doing anything crazy. No, nah, I was going like thirty five. The right. problem was like the car I was driving. So it it wasn't like a Honda Civic, it was the GT five hundred. <laughs> so yeah. And I was driving and a dog ran out in front of me. And I'm like Oh I'm shit. I'm like shit, I don't want to hit this dog because I can't I work- recreate that scenario. <laughs> I You're work not on gonna run over a dog on the highway. Like, eh. well, I just want to take the turn. I just want to go around the turn. Right. I just want to make it to the stop sign. Just make like, the turn. Yeah, it was like right make in front it. of my house too. Like I made Shit. it right down the road. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to like make it to the stop sign and get to my yep. dad's house and be like, yeah, did it. I'm good. And yeah, I think we have that feeling. Yeah. Just to make it seem like all this bullshit we're dealing with, almost like. Sweep it under the rug, be like, this shit didn't happen. Oh, <laughs> like, right. No, well, it's not like I don't want it to be like it never happened. Because right. some of this is like. I'm grateful the for the experiences, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. The people sure. I've gotten to meet, the stuff I've gotten to do, like, yeah. yeah. So we that, met on Instagram. Same. Yeah. Oh, I nice. Just, I saw she did a Spartan race, and I always wanted to do one. But I was right. always like in the like in an academy or like, you know, can't get hurt because I'm like training for like something for my job, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'll get to do it one day. And I was I was sitting at work dispatching one day, and I was like, I saw her post on Instagram. I was like, There's no reason why I can't do this. There's no reason. Right. I got in touch with her, and like. Three months, four months later, I did a Spartan race. Nice. I did my first one. I've done, last year I did eight. So this wow. year. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, last year I did eight. This year I'm going to like. That's what's up. I'll How be, many I'm, have you done all together then? Nine? Nine. I've done ten Tough Mudders, including yeah. Worlds twice. Yeah. I just so. want to get a trifecta, so I just need to do three this year. You haven't got a trifecta right. yet? Nope. I've done all sprints. I've done all <laughs> sprints. Dude, I can't believe you haven't got a trifecta. What's that? This? No, what's a trifecta? Um, so you do a super, a beast, and a sprint. A sprint is five miles, a super is ten to like thirteen, and then a beast is Did I get that right? No, it's eight to ten, and then a beast is eleven to fifteen or something like that. Yeah. Jesus. And you're, plus. and you're pushing like in all of it? Yeah, and you have a team like, to help pull you, but yeah. mm-hmm. I posted a new video on YouTube today of a tough mutter. Okay. So is it like a Tough Mudder? Or is it just it's sprinting? The, it's the same setup, yeah. But oh, gotcha. Spartan gotcha, has gotcha. more muddy obstacles. I don't know. I think Tough Mudder does. Mm-hmm. They have like weirder ones. <laughs> we have more water ones. And like yeah. weird. We have like actual obstacle obstacles. Whereas yours is more like of the land. Yeah, it is, it is more landish. Like, more like The military. one in Colorado. Yeah, it's very military. Right. But the one in Colorado was amazing. And the one we did at Breckenridge... 
Oh. It took you over the most beautiful scenery. We actually right. like swam through a lake to like get through Jesus. part of it. Yeah. It was it was beautiful. Nice. So then when you're doing shit like that, there's gotta be like precautions you guys take for like bowel and bladder deep because it's not like you're gonna calf every three, four hours so Oh hold or on. Or do you? Well We're hold on, we're gonna pause for a minute. Alright. Pause. I'm okay. Too high for this. <laughs> what do we do for bowel bladder management during a sport? Oh. I once shit myself on a tough mother course. You what yourself? Shit myself. On the course, but you had to pull up on. Nope. Yeah. No. Wearing diapers during that. Nope. You- right. Wet. You're gonna get wet, so it's gonna. Right. Right. So I use a Foley catheter, and then I tape the leg bag to my right. leg. Oh, those leg bags suck. But like on all those courses, everybody's pissing and shitting, right? Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Everybody's. It's like a running joke in it. If you go through water, everybody's peeing in it. There's two kinds of people. The kinds that pee in the water obstacles and the kinds that lie about it. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I would be that dude to get at the top of an obstacle. Fucking piss off the side of it. I dump my, I empty my pee bag like that. (laughs) <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've done that. Yeah. Nice. I'm pretty sure it's happened. Because you're like straining when you get over the top, so anything that's in there is just going to come out. 100%. Right. And I calf during it. You calf so, during the course? I did. Like, Jesus. Because I'll chance. try to go the four hours, but I pee right. on myself anyways. I just pee anyways. Right. I, I wear a wetsuit, so it's just like, it's, it's there, whatever. And you're going, but yeah. I mean, people are still dealing with you, but... It's going to happen. Like, I tell people... For sure. You could... Even even the people that are helping you, they're probably doing shit. When I didn't use the Foley, I did have that one, the one course Didn't I shit myself on. Like, on George or somebody, too? No, I peed on um, Francis and, <laughs> and Harley. And Harley goes, oh, he had um, swim trunks on. And he goes, oh, I, I'm getting ready for the water sports. Mm. And we're all like, <laughs> water sports? And then we got it, like, halfway through. He's like, oh, water sports. <laughs> That's what's up. Because I know, see, but it's so weird. Like, literally just this week, I found out something about my body that makes no fucking sense. Like, this morning, there was something pinching. It's always, but. Yeah, it, there's something pinching my super pubic. I ended up pissing a little. Because I was able to catch it. Because I'll, like, get dysreflexia when it starts. And I'll be like, hey, someone check it. And then they'll grab it and they'll stop it. And, like, get it all good. But at this point, my underwear's wet. And it's like, with just with my underwear being wet a little, I'm, like, spastic, having dysreflexia, can't move without irritating it. And then I took a damn washcloth, put it. In between my skin and the underwear. And then all of a sudden just immediately felt better and it went away. And I'm just like, why is it that pee will do that? But fucking I can get wet. I can go out in the rain. I can get water. And I'll be fine. Like, that don't make no damn sense. I don't get it. That doesn't make sense. Right. Our bodies are so weird. Yeah. <laughs> so it's weird. so true though, like. Yeah. That's why they have such a hard time finding a cure because every injury is so different and it's so weird. That's usually what I tell For them sure. is like, because they'll be like, oh, I know somebody in a chair and they'll be like, is it the same? I'll be like, maybe, but every injury is different. Like my, Exactly. I still really can't figure out why I have spasms like I do. They're crazy. Right. But. Oh, yeah. Mine are pretty bad. I've like figured. Do you, does your leg like kick and shit? They they bounce. They like to bounce. Okay. So I can't ever yeah. have anything in my lap. No, because it's like this. His legs literally are like. If you put anything in your lap. Yeah. Like no, it's it's bumpy pavement will set them off. <laughs> yeah. Right for sure. Uh. I don't say if like that's usually how I judge if I have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's usually how I start judging is if they start right. being bouncy. Bouncy legs? Yeah. <laughs> Why well, I have the strap on there? It's trying to strap my feet down. Strap on? 
What? You gotta have that strap on. No. <laughs> Always gotta come in. <laughs> so all these precautions we take every day, because I know for me, I have the super pubic and then bowel. I I just try to make sure I have a good bowel every night, and then hopefully I I won't have an accident to the next day. If I have like if I go like two nights without having much out, I, I know that the next day I'm pretty much guaranteed to have some sort of accident. Yeah. And, or you uh, have like a nuke duke. That's what I call it. The things that you're going to like, it takes a while to like clean it out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I know I'm going to be on the yeah. for a bit. And I'll do like magnesium citrate, some crazy ass like laxatives. Co- concoctions. <laughs> Yo. That's my go-to, that mag citrate, buddy. Mike, are you dating anyone? Mm-mm. Single. When's the last time you had sex or anything? When's the last time I had sex? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vietnam. Yeah, Vietnam. No. What? <laughs> Lieutenant Dan over here. I'm serious. It's what my buddies call me. No. Uh. <laughs> 2015. Wow. Dude, same. Same. Like early 2015. 2015. What? I'm late. I'm late December. (laughs) I'm late. I'm like around December. (laughs) So, with shit like that, because I know, because you can probably like jack off and shit. But I know for me, Mm -mm. no. Not really. Why not? It doesn't really like respond to that. And the process that it takes is so long. It's so long. I'm like, I'm not gonna really dedicate like an hour like regularly like it's yeah not worth it right. not worth it damn itself. what the hell is my problem then because fucking my dick responds to everything like literally fucking the wind blowing i'll have could you imagine that would be a problem in itself say what i mean i, I feel like that would be a problem in itself like i would have to deal with chafing like at that point, mm. if if it yeah, sometimes, sometimes, but I just put like Lotrimin and shit, and I'm good. But like, it's a little <laughs> Well, for me, it's whenever I'm like undressed and shit. Like that video, that video I put out of my night routine, I had to like do a shit ton of editing because I'm like, yeah, I don't think people want to see my dick fucking bloom like a flower I, so actually <laughs> what i said i did want to see that you did want to see that Bill <laughs> said he wanted to see it we were talking about uh, problems if only uh if only instagram allowed it if you were damn instagram <laughs> but so like for me like it's been since 2015 just because i know a lot of the time when i talk to girls literally as soon as they find out i can't move anything below my shoulders they like lose interest or if i'm at a bar talking to a girl we might be having a great conversation and then as soon as someone who can walk and move even if they're fucking lame as hell they immediately turn their interest to them it's kind of true. Oh, it's so true. I just Yo. saw this yeah. meme. I just saw this meme. I think it was yesterday. It was from one of my top buddies. It said, "If he's got a warrant for his arrest and he's in debt, he's got a girl or she's got a girl." Yeah, Gosh, right. I'm, I'm, I know. No. I've seen that. <laughs> no, no. Like I was at a bar in Atlanta a couple weekends ago, and the guys wouldn't come and talk to me until hot girls started dancing on me. And I'm like, right. really? Like, you're not going to talk to that, me until... Yeah. And that's exactly how it is with me. Because, like, shit, it don't take much to get to get me dancing. I'm usually the one starting the dance floor. So, like, I'll be out there and just doing what I do. And then all of a sudden there's hot girls dancing on me. And then literally right after, someone else will come talk to me. Because, like, my friends are dancing on me and shit. Yeah. But it never goes anywhere. Like... Everybody's so like I'll see it because you know when you go and like someone meets eyes with you, I'll, I'll meet eyes with someone, 
but it it never never goes anywhere. It's just a spectacle to them. That's it. They just like they don't view us as I think fair game or potential. For sure, and like I don't get that because like think about all the good things that come from dating someone in a wheelchair and I'm like I think everybody should at least have one experience of spending large amounts of time with someone in a wheelchair for sure because like <laughs> so yeah. I went through after our last after our last podcast someone came up to me and told me something and I, they wanted to be anonymous but I guarantee she's not gonna listen to this one <laughs> so my mom dated a guy that was like a paraplegic couple years back and she was telling me how like the emotional connection comes before the physical and how it's much stronger you gain perspective on like life and shit like there's so many different things that like I think people should at least experience once just to get a broader like understanding Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. because a lot of the time Granted, I've only dated like three girls, but and they they all tell me like, yeah, it just gave me a different perspective, and I'm like, cool. Um, I'm still single. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for letting me be your learning lesson. Right. But I still think it, it'll, I don't know, help some people because I was I was watching that video too of my night care, and I was like, shit, girls used to like. I remember in high school the girls I would date would like sleep with me in bed like sleep next to me and we'd still do all my nightly stuff still do all my therapy still have to turn me every three hours and shit and still have to get in the shower and all this different stuff and they'd be sleeping right next to me and I'm just like damn that that was an interesting interesting uh experience for them probably I don't know watching everything you had to go through every single night that, yeah. That turning procedure. Um, Every three I know, right? I, I, felt like, I felt like a chicken. <laughs> I was so new at first. But right when I got hurt, my... Uh, oh my god, did that leak? I think it leaked. Hey, <laughs> it something peed the bed before me. <laughs> no, but... Uh, Oopsies. Right when I got hurt, my uh, my ex was in there during all that. Really? Uh, she, yep. she what? She was in there during all that. Like, she was... Right. She was there for all that because it was, I mean, she was going to school to like become like an RN and stuff. So, oh, nice. That's cool. I mean, I helped her study with like biology. So I, she knew exactly like what it was. I wasn't like weirded out. Right. And it was like, if anything ever happened that I couldn't do it, I felt she was right there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. And I think, because I think that's kind of the weird part too, because the girls I've dated and like, Jesse, you're saying your boyfriend's an RN or just, yeah. And so, like, do you think you have to have some sort of N and underneath the bottom, like the surface layer of just just having someone that can look past the disability right away at the get-go? Because I know, because, like, the three girls I've been with, one was my girlfriend before my accident, one was my nurse's daughter, and then and the other one was a new one of my nurses so it's like each of them had like an understanding of who I was beyond the wheelchair and stuff before we ever like started dating or anything the hardest thing about being with an RN was his constant attempts to help me I'm like leave me the fuck alone I've got this like it was like he he it wasn't that he see but you're much more independent than most right and he didn't think that I didn't have it. It was just, like, his nature of, I've got to watch my, like, I'm not that I'm a patient, but I just want to make sure that you're okay and you've got this. But it was just too much. It was just overbearing, and I just couldn't handle it. For sure. And I had, I had so I have to, like, balance that because there's times where I'll feel like that. I'll be like, yo, I got this. But then there's times where they like that. They like me asking them for help. Because it makes them feel special, makes them feel needed. And so I was always trying to balance, like, all right, how do I separate them taking care of me and then them just being with me? 
and it was tough. Well, that's See, what... I'm not good at that. Mm-hmm. I'm horrible at that. I just right. Like oh shit, me too. Like I feel like I rarely get understanding of that. So what were you saying? Like going to get in the car or something. Like I have issues with people, people like standing, standing behind, behind me, me. Yeah. or like going over me. Like if I fall, they're gonna do something when I know yeah. they're probably not. They're gonna I'm still watch gonna you fall. fall. Yeah. So it's for me. I'm I'm just like really bad. I'll just tell you to move. Did you I'm see just that? Like move. The big thing. Go. <laughs> the big um um talk in the disabled community right now is the latest Dr. Phil episode. Right, that fucking Dr. Phil thing. Yeah, hold where on. he said that. Hold on, what's up? Let me he see. said caregivers can't be lovers too. For the people that have their ain't that shitty. But as a... Hu- Yo, look at fucking Stephen Hawking. Oh, like... Uh, I was... Stephen Hawking, right? <laughs> like... Yeah, it makes no sense. And, like, that's why I wanted to, like... Because that's interesting, because a lot of the time... It is a balancing act. Like, it's not easy, for sure, to have someone... Because no matter what, for me, being all the way helpless... Like, not majority of the time, once... Once I'm in my chair, once I have my phone, I can control everything in my house. I, I have a little more control. But overall, I still can't do shit on my own. There's going to be times I'm like, hey, can you grab this for me? Or hey, can you do this for me? Or grab my leg or whatever. So it's always a balance of like, when do I say what? Is it, we're just like, we couldn't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe like, hey. Right. Right. Grab my leg and throw it in the car. Right, like... <laughs> exactly. Like, trying to put ourselves in that position because we don't even... We, like, I can't even comprehend that. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Yeah, it's definitely tough, but it doesn't mean it's not doable. It just takes some God-sent person who's able to handle all that shit and able to handle all of me and still... Still cool with it. Still, you're a lot to handle. You've got a big personality. <laughs> I really don't though. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He is just, so, <laughs> because he's got the biggest personality, and he's trying to bullshit was, like he doesn't. I was saying, like, Forty-five minutes now, maybe I'm like, oh, this, dude's, this dude's cool. Right, he's funny this as cool hell, as right? As hell. <laughs> and his, so his dad is just as funny, like just as cool. I love Ladon. Oh my god, my family, my family is fucking ridiculous. Like one, one of these days, why I don't have any guests, um, I'm probably just gonna hit up all my friends and cousins or family and like just. Put a couple mics out and just let us go. Because it'd be funny as shit. dad on there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. He he hates it because, like, the first episode, I talked a lot about, like, my the day of my accident and, like, how I was injured and all this stuff. And he said it was rough for him to for him to listen to it. Yeah, yeah I think our Because for me, it's a day I don't fucking remember. Yeah, so it's like it's not that bad. I'm gonna reach my water. He said, hold "Hey, it. let me hold your hand for a minute. I gotta reach my water." <laughs> Teamwork. Parabalance. <laughs> I was like, I can't balance that with my head. That's too far to reach. <laughs> oh man, and that's where you use a lot of your balance, right? Is with your head and neck and shit. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's fucked up. Cause they like, teach you that. I do that too, but it's like, it's all me. I fucked up my neck the other day. Wow, I had a game night, and the table was like coffee table level, and I was looking down, looking forward the whole time. The whole back of my neck and head were just fucked in my back, cause I'm starting to get like some back control which is good but then when i do too much it fucking hurts so yeah it's my neck and my back you know um <laughs> so pe- people call ken bryant my witch doctor you know my witch doctor in yeah, florida yeah <laughs> don't want to go see he saw my witch doctor oh yo oh and it was nice and yo I've gotten some abs. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, sometimes I feel like I can push bow a little bit because I have, like, some abs, some back. So when we turn me on my side, I'll, like, try to crunch and try to push. And so that, like, just barely. 
And I've noticed now when we change my super pubic, if I'm too tense, I have to like loosen my stomach to try to not let the muscles be too tight so it can change smoothly and shit. So yeah, I've definitely noticed some stuff after seeing him, which is cool. That's crazy. My witch doctor. I've been right. say, I've known about him like two years now. <laughs> That's how I was. I knew I I had knew, known about him for like two or three years, and I'm just like, all right, I'll finally. Dad had up. called me at one point, and like him and I had a 45 minute conversation about the witch doctor. <laughs> <laughs> the witch doctor in Florida. <laughs> right. At some point, I'm gonna have him. I'm gonna have him on here and talk to him for a while. Oh, he's such a good dude. Like he just genuinely right. a good dude to begin with. Like I love yeah. him so much because he just cares so much about each of us. Like he calls and checks in with us all and everything. Yeah, but it's cool. I think he's coming back to see me soon, which would be cool. I know. I yeah. am soon. And definitely. I've been trying to put in a lot of work, but... I need to see him. He doesn't have a spot down there anymore. He's coming up here. When he comes what? up, I'll let you know. Yeah. Coming up where? He's gonna. He said eventually he's coming up to see me. When I texted him the other day, because his birthday was the other day. Oh, gotcha. Text him and tell him happy birthday. Yeah. Like, I'm going to come up there at some point, and I'm like, come on. Oh. So then you can work with him. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's life-changing. Mm-hmm. Like, Shut just having my, my core... Right. Like, having core muscle has been the single greatest thing anyone could have given to me. That's For sure. All right, so the last thing we we have to talk about, just because I get so many damn questions about it, is sex. Because, like, Mark, you, you, do, you still like doing it, even though it hasn't been a while, right? Yeah, I mean, I just want to do it with the right person. That's what I'm right. Exactly. For sure. As as weird as it sounds, it's just it's just what started coming natural. I was like, I'm just going to stop doing this because I mean, and that's that's for a day just going to the bathroom and then another hour just doing that to do it. I'm like, I don't have to like, I don't want to. Yeah, I have like no desire. I have no. I just see. But that's. That's the natural reaction for it, from it being so difficult. That doesn't mean you should, it, it should just go away. Like that's, I don't know. It just takes too much time and my time is too valuable and that's not a priority to me. Right. I, as bad as that sounds, yeah, you said like, exactly what <laughs> I was thinking. But right. it was like, it sounded weird being <laughs> said. Like sex is great and all and yeah. I just haven't been able to find anyone that... Can I want to invest that time Get the with. job done. <laughs> the only thing that, so like, when it comes to having sex for me, like, the part that makes it tough is like, I'm always cold. Like, majority of the day, every day, especially being in fucking Michigan, it's eight months of the year, it's freezing cold. And so, when I go to get in bed, especially, especially if I was trying, if I was going to try to pick up a girl from a bar, that would just be the shittiest fucking situation because I would guarantee to be cold if I'm drunk. That shit ain't working either. So, like, it, it does It does take a lot of prep as far as, like... It just takes too much time. Like, then, right. again, half the time you don't even get off and it's like... So, so what is some of the prep you guys have to do? Well, like, I need a lot of foreplay. I need someone to kiss my neck, bite my nipples, right. like... Play with my nipples. Touch everywhere I can feel. Exactly. Focus on what, like, down there is pointless because I don't feel it that well. So if you want to get Definitely. me in the house, like, you got to focus on everything else. Oh, so it's the sensation line, bro. What I can feel. Yeah. Definitely. And, and no one wants to take the time, like, because people are so selfish with sex. Really? Yeah, people are selfish with sex. So they just want to, they want to wham, bam, really? thank you, ma'am. And get it done rather than taking the time right. to get me in the mood. I just think sex is a, like it's point for sure. It's just for yourself, yeah. and then you just want to do it for the other person because you're enjoying it too. Like it's just- maybe I've because I've I've only been with one person like that, and she yeah it was it was the exact same thing. And she used to call call my dick the curve, like that was her nickname for it because like it would it it's almost like a Tostito scoop. Like, and so when we'd be having sex, 
she would like rub it against her G spot and like that was what got her off. But then as soon as fucking she got off, she would literally and I have a vent and shit and she would damn near just fall asleep on top of me. And I'm like, all right, you can get up. (laughs) And I'm just like, are 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 we done now? Is that it? Like, you just out? So, like, that that one was kind of shitty. And we went our whole, like, probably three months of dating. Uh, we went the whole time. And I never came once. But the girl prior, she was all about me. We only We only had sex once. And she would, like, when I would sleep, I would tell her, like, yo, I, I like, the only parts I can feel are, like, above my neck. So... She would like rest her hand on my cheek while we slept, or like just a bunch of different stuff, just so I could feel it. And then, about it, right? Yeah. And the one time we had sex, I seriously thought she was gonna break my chair. Like, like <laughs> it's funny for me. I had a really bad chair at the moment, and so she's on my lap, both legs on top of my armrest, and she was like had both hands on my shoulders. And was just fucking going hard. And I I literally thought my chair was going to break or we were going to tip over. <laughs> it was it was a whole lot. But I came. And that was the one. Well, not the one time, but that was one of the times I came during sex. And I was like, all right, so I see what's what's necessary. But most girls are not gonna put that willing to do that shit. That's similar to mine. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Very so. So that was like, so after I got hurt, that was like a whole thing. Was like, all right, let's figure out how this works now. And since I had right. like a solid girlfriend, we we did that. We figured that out. And that's what it would take was something like that. Either. We're going yeah. backwards, and I don't know what it is about the chair sex, though. Mm. That must have, like, worked, but it was yeah. going over backwards, or, like, a, a wheel's coming off or something. Like, <laughs> felt the, it was, the chair was... Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yo, my thing, I felt so bad, because I was in a shitty chair that couldn't recline at all, so I was literally at a fucking 90-degree angle, so she had to go that hard to even fucking get to it, like... <laughs> but something about chair sex, maybe. Yeah, that might be it. Maybe. Yeah. Really hot. Yeah. There is something about it. You're right. Mm. <laughs> All right, Miss Jesse. Well, let me let me get your stories. What's your What's your chair sex story? Mm. We just did it. Like I just sat on him. You know. Sat on him. Yeah. Cause he was in a chair, or no, he sat in your chair. In my chair. Oh my god! <laughs> Sit here and lifted me up and put me on his lap. Nice. <laughs> and he's very was... adventurous, right, William? So I think that's a big part of it, cause like our chairs are such a close part to us. Right. Like I feel like it's like part of me it's my feet of me right yeah it's my legs yeah it's my legs it's my freedom it's my independence it's exactly so something about doing it in the chair you let me take a baseball bat to your legs that's why i tell the airline i'm gonna break my chair because like so jesse because you say nothing it's pointless down there so you don't like do vibrators or nothing I mean, I've experimented with it, but honestly, like, it's not a priority to me right now. I'm so focused. Oh, for sure. Um, but, like, we all had to go through, like, yeah, experimental stage. Yeah. I did. did when I was first injured, I experimented a lot, and um, I found some things that work, you know? I just, <laughs> I recommend that everybody just, um, I mean, I, I, of course, I recommend that everybody tries different things, you know, nipple clamps uh vibrators <laughs> different different things to try and get everything stimulated because right. it does a spinal cord injury takes a lot of different so i know for me i i weirdly would have more feeling as far as oral like 
if a girl was going down on me, weirdly enough, that sucking motion, I could slightly feel it. Did you have anything like that? Mm-mm. No? No, not really. That's so crazy. Like, I would, I would, like, feel, like, right before, like, I came, I would feel right warm. And I would, it was almost like the way I think the TENS machine would feel. Gotcha. Felt down there. Like, it was just, like. Yeah. Like, an overwhelming, like, body feeling. Yeah, it wasn't a hurt, but it was, like, a. Like a pain. Do you spasm a lot when, when you, you come? come? Yeah, my my legs shake. It, it's oh my god. Thing. It's like yeah. Oh god. So like my my whole body does that because like I can't fucking move and like so when I I know I'm about to come. So you know guys' stomachs kind of like pulsate or basically muscle spasm when you come. My shit will spasm so much. I will sit up. It looks like a fucking exorcism or some shit. Like, I will literally sit up off the bed. And, like, as I'm coming, it's fucking weird. So, like, sometimes the girls will get me close. And I'll be, like, spasming like crazy. And I'm like, no, don't stop. Don't stop. Because they'll be, like, looking at me and just being like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, yo, just go with it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's bad. Roll with it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh my gosh, I know. But then so many snaps. But then Jesse, you say when you come you fucking pee? Yeah, I typically I pee, typically. If I get Ugh. I'll pee everywhere. It's great. So does anal help? Is it the same or Yeah. Yeah, it's all the same. That's crazy. Yeah, regardless, it just do you have any more feeling when if they're bigger or anything? Yeah, yeah. Because you can feel a little bit, like just vaguely. I feel pressure, but I don't feel the actual sensation of the touch. Right, that's how it is for me. It's more so the pressure. So frustrating. Oh. <laughs> Yo, dude, what are you guys eating? Apple fritters. Oh my god, I'm trying to fucking diet right now. All that shit looks good. I was, but I'm not. my dog is literally like our head rested on the bed and she's staring at us like share. Uh, so you know how last time we talked about how there's got to be some sort of service out there for someone like me who hasn't came in fucking three years. There is. There is. But they're all like on each coast. Like Florida or lot, there's a bunch in California, and the one, the huge one, the biggest one I found was in Canada, Vancouver, where it's called like Sensual Solutions, and I emailed them, and they gave me a bunch of terms to Google to like find someone that'll help me, and it's like. So she goes, uh, unfortunately, we are only available in Vancouver. You may be able to find someone in your area from IPSA. IPSA is some organization called, like, International Professional Surrogate uh, Association. So, like, they're called sexual surrogates where they just, like, do it for you. Crazy. I know. None in Michigan. None that would do that type of shit. And she was like clinical sexologist, somatic healing. And so, yeah, if you're anywhere like Portland, California, yo, over by you, like over by North Carolina or Florida or anywhere. There's one in Asheville. (laughs) There might be one in Asheville. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that movie with Helen Hunt was actually based on a real person. Her name was like Cheryl or some shit. She lives in like San Francisco. And basically saying that's what she does for a living. She helps disabled people get off. Come on, Mark. You should look it up. 
have someone to cuddle with, have someone who's willing to do all this dirty shit and be like, yo, I need you to go fucking buck wild, bust off my tire and... <laughs> Let's break the break the rails off this bitch. Almost y'all apple fritter. <laughs> Yo, you just want to go face first, bro. I did. I wanted to go face first in the fritter. Lost my balance for a second. I went hard at the gym yesterday. My core is shot. Mm. The garage has been my gym. Do you have backlash after you work out? Like, cause for me it's tight. Like, I try so hard to relax. And relax everything that once I couldn't move, but now I can. Just because it tenses me up right. so much. I get so spastic and stuff. Like, it's crazy. Some days everything works so good and it's like fluid and it works right. nice. And then the next day, nothing works at all and I can hardly hold myself up. It is so frustrating, the inconsistency. Everything is inconsistent with this injury. How many of these things have you ate? There was 12 in here. Mm -hmm. I mean, this was open by the time I got to it, so I don't know. I have two of these and one of those. I only have one of those. Man, I'm about to be... I'm fat, but I'm not that fat. We typically both... I have an outdoor lift. This is what, <laughs> yeah. this is what took so long to call your ass. Oh, my God. Weren't we? Yo, so I have an outdoor lift because the way our stairs are, like, you can't put a stair lift in so you go out and it's an outdoor elevator and i go to go down this thing drops a foot and then stops and it won't go down any further so i go back up and i try and go down again <laughs> two or three times yeah and then i call my to come check under the lift i think there's something under it nothing under it he's like why don't you try to open the door and shut it so mark opens the door and shuts it Still won't go down. So then I, Mark's like, here, let me get off. I'm a fat ass. So he gets off the lift, and the thing goes all the way down. Oh, my God. I got to be at least like 185 right now. No way. I don't want to hear shit. I don't want to hear shit from either of you because I'm like six foot, six one, two twenty. But you're solid muscle. Yeah, yeah. That's the part I can't get rid of. Like Stim shorts. He has the full arm sleeves, like ab belt. Oh, yeah, nice. he has all of it, and the. Sh yeah, you should show him that video I posted the other day. Oh yeah, I posted on my Instagram. I'll show you it. Oh, and then that folder, that folder I have, I took another little video from it of one of my legs spasming. Holy shit, my muscle is like popping out. It's ridiculous. Oh, I love it when they spaz and I can see that. I'm like, yeah, atrophy. <laughs> yeah. Atrophy. My the muscle's there. I'm strong as shit. <laughs> telling everybody, I'm like, they haven't gotten any weaker. When they spaz, you can't get them back in. You gotta Exactly. <laughs> yep. That's how I feel about my abs. Because my stomach's fucking huge. But then like when I get in bed and my stomach spasms, you can see like a fucking six pack show and shit. I'm just like, oh, shit. All right. Like, look how solid he is. He has no movement. Oh, yeah. But he's, wow. like, super thick. All right, so we're about that time. So I'm going to let you guys sign off. If you guys want to promote anything you're doing, any Instagram names or whatever, please let the people know where to find you, where you're at, anything you got going on. Yeah, I'm uh, Jesse, J-E-S-I-S-T-R-A-C-H-A-M on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and that's my website. And also follow Wheel With Me, and that's wheelwithmefoundation.org, and that is my nonprofit. All right, Mark. Not really promoting anything, but... uh. No. <laughs> not, I would say. Yo, good-ass looks. We all, we need to get Mark some pussy. Um... That's if anybody wants to get with a guy with a bomb ass beard and nice head of hair, he's got good jeans, good fitness. Yeah, your kids will come out looking just ravishing. He, all you gotta do is ride it hard and long, and he'll be he'll be ready for you. <laughs> on a real note, you can get at me at uh, 09 Knee Dragger. Uh, that's that's uh, him. Instagram. On the gram. What? Instagrammy. Alright. <laughs> and everybody, my name is Drew Claiborne. You can follow me at Drew Claiborne 
on pretty much any social media, any anything you can think of. Hit me up. Message me. And as always, if you leave a five-star review on iTunes, I will read it out loud on the podcast. Unfortunately, nobody's left any this time. But if anybody leaves anything, I'll read it out loud. Any questions you have, I'll answer them live on here. And uh, yeah, hit me up. Those of you that are interested in my blog posts, go ahead and go to our website, thedrewcrew.org. You'll see the blog. And then if you're feeling feeling generous and you're able to, go ahead and hit do- donate at the top. And that'll help us continue doing what we do to show other people with spinal cord injuries and disabilities that they can still have a quality of life and we can help them do so. I'm just a bad girl. I'm looking for a promise.